All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. Guys, it is party season. It is event season. There are so many big, let's call them swinger-centric holidays coming up soon. You have Labor Day weekend, you have Halloween. Of course, New Year's Eve isn't that far away, which is very strange to think of. But Cassidy has you covered. If you want to go to some amazing events, they have them posted. And the cool thing about Cassidy is you can either filter it down to your specific location or you can look nationwide if you're ready to do some traveling. So it's just a great place to go and start your plan and make sure that you are in the know of all of the cool things available for us lifestylers. And if you want to check out that fun for free for 30 days, you can do so by heading to frontporchswingers.com and clicking the Cassidy banner all the way at the bottom of the homepage. And when you get there, we would love for you to shoot us a friend request. If you want a little backstage pass action, we're happy to do that too. Come see why we enjoy Cassidy as much as we do. So, are you getting uh, excited for our move? It's still a few weeks off, but are you are you feeling excited? Are you feeling anxious? What's going through your head right now? Yes, all of those things. <laughs> I am really eager to make it happen. As I think about it, and we were talking about it last night, I was talking about it last night with a number of folks because we were at, a, a again, a very cool, amazing event with the Goodfellas. And I was talking to some people about us moving to Vegas. They've heard about it. And yeah, I'm pumped up for it. But the more I think about what it is going to take to make all of this happen and how much shit we have to unravel, I start to get a little anxious about it. Yeah, me too. So to put it into perspective, I think what we're doing at this point is traveling from Florida to Montana and then to Vegas. That's pretty much how this is being planned out right now yes so holy balls that's gonna be a whole lot of driving it'll be worth it when it's all done yeah i just i'm so fucking excited to do it i really am i can't wait to do it but it is going to be quite the undertaking not going to be simple i am playing it out of my mind in multiple ways i can do it this way we could do it that way yeah either way it's going to be a fucking grind but i'm looking forward to it well, I've already started communicating with some lifestylers in Vegas, and I think it's got a pretty vibrant community of like locals. Of course, you have people constantly flying in to yeah. have fun in Vegas, but the locals in Vegas seem to be very cool, and I'm really excited to start connecting with some of them. Yeah, some of the the messages I've seen in the emails we've gotten are pretty crazy. There are a lot of people that are very excited about it. I can't wait. I really cannot wait to just get there and get started with everything we have planned. I'm, I'm really pumped up about it. Honestly, I'm even more, I'm more excited about it than I thought I would be. Yeah, I am too. I'm so excited. Some nights I can't even sleep. I'm so excited. (laughs) Before we go, though, we have more fun to be had in Florida. We are not done with Florida. No, Florida is certainly uh, not getting away that easily. And the last couple of weeks have definitely been proof of that. We actually went to a naughty going away party, let's call it, for Carolina and Jose, our friends that are moving out of the country. And it was nice to be able to say goodbye to them and spend a little bit of time with them. There may have been a little bit of naughtiness that's gone down, but I think we've decided... There are certain experiences and certain things that we just kind of want to keep for ourselves. Yeah, we've done that in the past and haven't really talked about it much. But yeah, I think this is one of those situations where it was really, really just for us and for them. And we're just going to kind of keep it that way. Yeah, I like that. I like that we have certain things that are still kind of semi-private because our lives are so not private in pretty much every way, shape, and form that it's nice to just keep these little nuggets, these little memories or whatever just for us, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we we enjoy their company and really, it's sorry to see them go. I'm going to miss them. But yeah, I think it's just for us. This one's going to, this is going to be a keeper. Yeah. I like that. We will not be keeping some of the details of the Goodfellas event because I think it's important to talk about some of them. For sure. So we went to a Goodfellas event last night. And as we're recording this, it's now Saturday morning. So we went Friday. And the event itself was great, as it was the last time that we went. I I just think they put on a really solid 
chill event. And we talked about why last time we had so much fun at it. It's so relaxing. It's zero pressure. The guys that are there are fucking solid. We also spoke with the gentleman who runs Goodfellas and he said a lot of you have been reaching out and asking questions. And I highly recommend you continue to do that if you are a hot wife couple interested in meeting some of these absolutely solid guys because they've got the recipe down. And when you go to these events, you're just surrounded by respectful men. It's so refreshing. Well, it's yeah, it's it is absolutely that, and and uh, kudos to the the folks that run it, particularly the gentleman you're referring to, because I was able to be privy to kind of the the pregame pep rally, if you will. He gathers all the single guys together before the event really gets started. Once everyone arrives, and he goes through the you know, the rules and the expectations of the event. And it's really interesting how engaged these guys are, how eager they are to do exactly what they're being asked to do because they want to have the best experience and provide the best experience. And it's something that you don't ordinarily see in this space. It's kind of like all these other events or, or groups, it's like just a fucking free-for-all. They, you know, you throw shit up against the wall, see what sticks. Buy a ticket and... Hope for the there, best. Yeah, from there, yeah. just do what you want to do. Yeah, yeah, roll the fucking dice, see what happens. Yeah. And that's not the case at all. And I really found, found it interesting because, again, I got the opportunity to be in that room with all of them. It was very cool. I mean, these guys are engaged. They're listening to what's being said. They're taking the advice and they're making the adjustments. And then you have a great fucking event. It's And, again, like you said, the room is just so fucking chilled. I... This is no secret. Don't like events. Don't like big crowds. I am never in a rush to get out of that space. Yeah. Because Ever. you don't not like all events. There are just certain elements of especially big events that don't speak to you, which is right. totally fine. And I think that's one of the reasons these events are really great for us. So it was awesome. I will say there was not any naughty time for me, which I was... I'm not sure I would say I'm surprised by because I really went into the event not in a super sexy headspace last night. No, you're not. You were not feeling great, and so I knew right away as we started the, the evening you were probably not in the right space to be playing. But the truth is, and it really just speaks to how amazing these events are. Our friends came. Adam and Leah showed up. They had a great time with us. They'd never yes. been before. And we had some other friends that were there also with us the first time that came again. And we just had a group of people and we got to hang out with our friends, essentially. Theo was there, which was Theo cool. Theo was there. We yeah. got to introduce him to some of our friends. So yeah, it was a great social environment and I had so much fun, but... I was not feeling sexy and I could have very easily forced it. There were multiple sure. opportunities and multiple times that I thought like, I'm just going to do it because that's why I'm here. And I'm so glad that I didn't because I've done that in the past and it hasn't led to a good experience for me or the other person. So to go into it with the mindset of like, if it doesn't feel right, I'm not going to force it is definitely the right move for me. Yeah, there's no reason that when you go to an event, you absolutely have to put that much pressure on yourself or you have these crazy expectations. It, it just isn't necessary, especially for us when we find ourselves in an environment like that where we have our friends there. Exactly. You know, And we knew multiple people in that room, not just our friends that came, but folks that were there the last time. Right. You know, I had the opportunity to give a tour. I thought that was very cool. Actually, two tours yeah. of the facility. You did a great job. You should do that more often. I'm a tour guide. And just it was kind of a turn on. You were like so like confident and just taking charge and it was sexy. Yeah, I was asked by the event coordinator to give a tour because we were there before, obviously. And so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I got to interact with people that maybe I would not have ordinarily been had the opportunity to meet, you know. So I, I just enjoy it. And I would go, even if you didn't want to play or I knew you didn't want to play, which I didn't, I would have gone anyway. Yeah. You know, it was were just fun. Were you surprised fun. I didn't play? No, I, I knew pretty early in the evening that that was not going to be for you. You just were not in that space. I could just tell by your body language and your behavior and even our friends picked up on it a little bit i think you were just not yourself no no which i think is okay yeah. shit happens no listen you can't hit a home run every time no. you know but i do we had... so often though that's the thing well that's uh, you put that pressure on yourself i do and i expect every situation to be amazing and you know last night was amazing it was me i was the common denominator i just like i said was not in the right headspace so to be able to recognize that i think speaks to a little bit of growth on my end of understanding my own needs well but amazing is relative right we had a great fucking time you just didn't get banged because you were just not feeling naughty 
Right, but the goal of going to a hot wife event is for the hot wife to get fucked. Yes, okay, fine. <laughs> to be All right. fair. <laughs> All right, if we're going to split fucking hairs, yes. But my point is, we still had a good fucking time, and you kept all your clothes on, which never happens. I didn't have panties on. We had them, actually, we had them in the truck. I kept We kept them in the truck, because I didn't know if you were really going to need them, to be fair. <laughs> but yeah, it was a great fucking time. I just enjoy it. For me, that's like... Other than you not having sex with a sexy stranger, that's like the ideal night out for me. You know, you and I went out early first, had a drink, and then we went to the event, met our friends there, met some new friends there, had a great time for, I guess, what amounted to about five hours, and just hung out and, and enjoyed kind of a sexy atmosphere. Bunch of really attractive women running around with very little on, uh, and it was fun. We had a great time. Our friend Leah, total fucking smoke show. Oh. She shut the fucking place down with this bodysuit that she had on. It was a fishnet bodysuit and it left nothing to the imagination and at one point she probably had everyone in the entire room staring at her and for good fucking reason. Well, it was hilarious because she and Adam went and played a game of pool in another room which we could see from where we were sitting and it was just the two of them originally in that room and within just a couple of minutes all of a sudden the room got filled up with very eager dudes to just be near her. <laughs> Not pushy but no, they very were... much wanting to be in close proximity. <laughs> yeah, just wanting to be close to that whole thing because it was really quite a sight to see. I don't blame them. At one point towards the end of the night she was kind of rubbing up on me and kissing on me yes. a little bit and I was very pleased to be that lucky. <laughs> yeah, she had she kind of backed up into me at one point while I was sitting down. Totally get it. I'm all about it. So, yeah, uh, if she's listening, you can wear that fucking thing anytime. <laughs> Yeah, super hot. But yeah, that's, you know, that's the kind of thing I really enjoy about it. It was just really fun and relaxed and had some laughs with some of our friends. It was a great time. It was. Yeah. yeah. So you didn't have to be super slutty. I did not. Sometimes I can not be slutty and it can still be a, a solid evening. Yeah, there's a lesson for you kids. You don't have to be slutty to have a good time. <laughs> but you should be as often as possible. <laughs> yeah, when given the opportunity, yeah, let it all hang out. So I want to talk about single guy tip of the week, and I have a really positive one I think a lot of guys need to hear. Okay. So I was recently speaking to a gentleman online, and actually I shouldn't say recently, when we first started talking, it was a while back, several weeks ago, and life kind of got in the way, and then we kind of stopped talking a little bit, and then I started playing with multiple guys, right? Right. I have multiple guys at this point that I'm seeing on a regular basis that I'm really developing connections with and that I'm putting a lot of time and energy into as a result of that. And honestly, the way that I've put it is my dance card is now full. I don't feel like I can take on more play partners at this point. There's only so many days in the week. Not only that, but it's just emotionally draining to deal with that many guys, even if they're awesome. Yeah, I get confused about who you're talking to sometimes. Yeah, so I very respectfully, when he came back after a few weeks and asked to hang out with me, I I respectfully let him know that my dance card was full and that I thought he sounded like a great guy and it was nothing against him whatsoever. I just didn't really have the capacity to potentially take on a new play partner right now. And his response was could have been one of a million things. We've talked about this before. I have rejected guys as politely as humanly possible in the past and have gotten everywhere from go fuck yourself to I wasn't that interested anyway to all of these other very toxic responses. Well, you get these juvenile butthurt answers to to that kind of thing like well if you weren't that fucking interested why are we having this conversation exactly you know come on grow just grow up shit happens why are you wasting your muscles and your fucking fingers texting me then this is so stupid yeah i have said it many times the male ego ego can be very fragile it is a fragile thing and you can very much tell that when you are a woman who rejects a man because the responses that you get are often very venomous this guy was the complete polar opposite of that he wrote back with this very heartfelt response of I totally understand thank you so much for your honesty and transparency I'm not going anywhere so if you find yourself with a little bit more time on your hands in the future I would love for you to reach out to me yeah listen the the male ego in terms of emotions is like it's like the Fabergé egg of emotions why do you think that is I don't fucking know we're just weird And if you can get your shit together and not behave like a fucking seven-year-old when someone says something or criticizes you in a way that you're not super thrilled with, but maybe take it and, and use it and you know do better down the road, or really just accept the fact that people get busy, life gets crazy, and it's not you, it just happens to be circumstance, right. and just accept it, you're going to be a lot better off for it. Because the way that guy responded to you, 
it keeps him in the game. Yeah, it keeps the door open. And not to say I want to like keep him on the line because that's not a good way to look at it at all. But more so, if I stop playing with someone for one reason or another, I will think back to this guy. I will think of the way he treated me. I will think of the respect that he showed me. And I will be very likely to reach out to him. Sure. Why not? I mean, he did the right thing. So right? I loved that. I just thought it was a very refreshing response. It, it showed a lot of maturity. And I think that... In general, people need to stop taking things so fucking personally in this lifestyle, which I know is a little bit pot kettle because in the past I've gotten very upset when things have not gone the perfect way or situations haven't gone my way. But I've learned from that and I'm really learning to not take things personally because it's supposed to be about fun and sex and connection and not all of this other bullshit. Well, there's entirely too much bullshit wrapped up in the space anyway when it comes to playing and meeting people and engaging with people or not engaging with people. Again, I think because a lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves and we do the same thing. You certainly do. I don't typically do that. I'm pretty much go with the flow. You, if we're not playing, we're not playing. I don't fucking care. You know, my whole thing is how much fun you have. So if you're enjoying yourself, for me, it's just, you know, it's easy. It's academic. But yeah, I think a lot of uh, time and energy is spent in this space worrying about that shit. Yeah. You know, just have a good fucking time. And again, like last night, you know, we went to this event. Of course, I have expectations. I want you to have a good time because your good time results in our good time, certainly. So I want there to be that connection. But then you get in that environment like we were in with friends and and really very cool people that we had just met. And there's some music playing in the background and you know, everybody's having a couple of drinks. It's very light. All of a sudden, it becomes a very relaxed, comfortable atmosphere. And if there's play, there's play. And if there's not, there's not. But it was a room full of sexiness and just a good time. So yeah, expectations out the window. Just fucking enjoy the moment. Yeah. I will say often in the, well, especially like in the early days, that never would have happened. Like we would go into situations with like, this is going to happen. We are going to play. And I think guys reach out kind of with that same expectation. Like this is going to happen because you're a hot wife, because you're a swinger, because you're ethically non-monogamous. Therefore, I expect that a certain response is going to be provided. And when you leave that off of the table, it can, it just... It allows you to have real connections with people. And I felt like I connected with this guy. Yeah. Even though I don't have time to hang out with him. Well, and that's just the thing, because he did it so well and kind of accepted what you said to him so well and with a thoughtful response and was and really kind about it, there's the likelihood that you could potentially meet this guy. Who knows? Yeah. You know, but at least that guy is still is in the back of your mind. Yep. You know, and chances are you'll communicate with him again. He'll I would be surprised if he didn't reach out to you in a, a week or whatever just to say hello and again let himself kind of let his presence be known. Yep. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, and I say that my dance card is full because right now I am playing regularly with three guys. Well, so do you think, and I thought about this when we were talking about it this morning, do you think that the idea of, listen, the truth of the matter is, you could play with someone every fucking day of the week. There's that many guys that you're kind of talking to and that we have met over the course of the past several months, two, three months at this point. There's a lot of guys that are kind of in the mix and we have, I've really enjoyed meeting all of them and that's really what we've done, right? We talked about it. We got back to the quote unquote old school way of doing things for us. You and I meet these guys together. We have some conversation and then we take it from there or you take it from there provided there's that mutual attraction and and understanding and it's worked out phenomenally. It really has. So yeah, you could play with somebody different any day you want to, which is great. It's a great problem to have. Yeah. Do you think because of that, that last night, for example, you didn't really put a whole lot of pressure on yourself. It wasn't really like, I want to play because I haven't been playing or I need to play or I, you know, I need this because I haven't been getting it kind of thing. Are you, I don't know, are you spoiled now? Of course I'm spoiled. Absolutely. I am playing with three of the most respectful cool, attractive guys I've ever encountered in the lifestyle. Yeah, one of which happened to be at this event last night, Theo, obviously. Sure. And it was very cool to watch you kind of engage with him in this fun, flirty way that definitely had the sexual overtones because obviously there's already that familiarity, right? You've already been with Theo a number of times, so you have kind of this rapport. And to watch that was really interesting because it was like you were 
you know, almost not so much the same, I guess, but like you were almost flirting with me and you and I were flirting together. He, you were leaning on his leg at one point while he was sitting down. He had his arm around you. He had his hand on your ass, which, you know, my hand gravitates to your ass all the time. And so <laughs> like I, a magnet, <laughs> like a magnet. So I just thought I thought to myself, that's kind of very cool because not from a sexual perspective. I wasn't thinking of it like that necessarily. It was really the fact that we have developed some very cool relationships and friendships with people to the point that he is and you are comfortable enough to do that in another environment and with me present. I just thought that was very interesting. I agree. I love it. It's so easy. And I think that speaks to all three of these kind of relationships I have going on. Granted, they're not romantic in nature. They're friendly, very friendly. I care about all of these guys as friends. And it's been awesome to, to develop that. But to your point, yeah, I have you and three hot dudes that want to fuck me. So there is a certain, I guess part of it is I'm a little bit tapped out. I'm a little like even touch tapped out. Yeah. I get at this it. point. Yeah, it's well, it's tough. I mean, there's so much emotional energy that has to be expended, right? For me, there is. And and that emotional energy changes because yeah. you're playing with three guys who have a lot of similar characteristics, but they're very different people. Yeah. Different energies required. Exactly. You know, and that's the thing that changes, I think, your energy. So your, your energy level is zapped. And I can tell, like, after you've had a play session, whether you have gone somewhere else or someone has come to you, depending on wh- who you were with, I could tell who you were with, even if I didn't already know. Oh, we should do that sometime. For sure. I'm going to play with someone, and then just based on how I act with you, you should guess who it is. That would be a fun game. I bet you'd get it. Well, who were the gentleman that we're going to talk about today that you were with, that energy was very different. Okay, we're going to talk about very, that. Very different. Okay, yeah, let's do it. I can't wait. So yeah, this is what I'm super excited about, because to say that I'm attracted to this particular gentleman would be... A vast understatement. I am so attracted to him. I think about how attracted I am to him all the time. And it very much resulted in an amazing play session, which we're going to talk about very shortly. First, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by RexMD. Folks, should Viagra really cost $90? I don't think so. For as much as some of us lifestylers play, that seems cost prohibitive. That's why I've got to tell you about RexMD. RexMD.com has FDA-approved generic Viagra starting at just $2 per tablet and delivered discreetly to your door. Here's how it works. Just fill out a brief survey, and if appropriate, you can try a starter pack of generic Viagra. Starter packs are currently available to new customers, and RexMD.com has helped over 100,000 men get generic Viagra from the comfort of their home. There's no copay, there's no doctor visits, and your shipping is always free. If you're looking for generic Viagra, RexMD has made the process fast, easy, and affordable. So don't wait another minute. RexMD is now offering starter packs of generic Viagra for new customers. Visit rexmd.com slash FPS right now to get started. That's rex, R-E-X-M-D dot com slash FPS. This is a message for listeners across the galaxy. Houston, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with the fourth generation Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with the Performance Package 4.0. The orbit in your pants will feel like zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code SWIFT. Swingers at checkout. Listen, guys, does anything say confidence like when you feel well-groomed? You know, for me, when I'm getting ready for a play date or even a night out on the town with my partner, I want to be 100% groomed. Nothing takes care of that job like the 4.0. Do yourselves a favor. Do your balls a favor. Get the Manscaped 4.0. And your partner's a favor because I like to spend a lot more time down there when it's nice and clean and smooth and it feels good against my skin. So it's especially important for us lifestylers. And inside the package, you're going to find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to carry your whole solar system. That is a lot of stuff. And as mentioned, you're going to get it for 20% off 
plus free shipping with the code SWINGERS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code SWINGERS at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Listeners of our show know that I am a huge fan of sex toys. I have so many of them, but hands down, my favorite has to be the experiences I've had on the Motor Bunny because it is powerful on a whole different level. There's nothing quite like watching your partner on the Motor Bunny, not to mention it is the ultimate icebreaker when it comes to lifestyle parties or events. And if you want to be the talk of the party, you want to be the highlight of the party, break out the Motor Bunny. I promise you, your dance card will be full. I think my favorite part of the Motor Bunny, though, is all the different attachments that you can get for it. We're all shaped a little bit differently. We all like different sensations, and Motor Bunny knows that, which is why you can get a plethora of different attachments to put on the Motor Bunny, plus different intensities and different motions that the Motor Bunny can do. It really is an incredibly versatile toy, and one you will absolutely want to add to your naughty repertoire. And if you go to motorbunny.com, look at all of the different options available, and you're going to get $40 off of your package by using our code FPS, or you can use the referral code in the show notes, which is one of the easier ways to do it. So make sure you get your Motor Bunny today at a discount, and we know that you're going to have a whole lot of fun on it. So let me just throw this out there. Of course, if I am playing with someone, it means that I am attracted to them on some level. Otherwise, I wouldn't be playing with them, right? Yes. And like I mentioned earlier, I am now playing with three men that I am uber attracted to. And I think that the specific reasons that I'm attracted to this guy are kind of, there's a plethora of them. He's kind of the whole package for me. Well, what's interesting is the three specific guys I think you're referring to are all, they all look different. Very different. They, they could not look more different. Yes. But you're attracted to all of them. This particular gentleman that we're, I think we're going to refer to him as Max today. Yes, which there's zero rhyme or reason for other than that, I think it's a sexy name. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, could totally, he could totally be a Maxwell. So they're all attractive to you for various reasons. And again, they're very, very different guys. This particular guy... When you started talking to me about him, you were engaging with him. I think he reached out to you originally, right? Yes. You told me how attracted you were to him via his pictures at that point. And of course, as we know, a lot of times you meet somebody in person and they're not always the same person you see in the picture. Sometimes better, sometimes not so much. Right. When we met this guy... Which I'll say, hold on, back up. Everyone says that I look better in person than I do in my pictures. Does that mean I take horrible pictures? No, I don't. I think you look exactly like your pictures. In fact, we were the event we were at last night. One of our friends was sitting next to us. I opened up my phone to. I was sharing a terrible drawing that you did with a bunch of people, and the screensaver on my phone is your picture. And he was like, "Oh, that's a great picture of Brenna." So yeah, he he complimented it right away. He didn't have to. Yeah, but you're absolutely right. Most of the time, people don't look exactly like they do in their photos for whatever plethora of reasons there could be for that. Yeah. But go on, because so, I know where you're going with this. Yeah, so when we met him, and of course, I should probably set the stage, right? You had been communicating with him for a length of time. Yes. And I don't even know how many weeks, I guess, before it actually came to fruition that we sat down in front of him. Yes, and he was sending me photos during this time. And our communication was great, too. I do not want to make it seem like it's all physical with this guy, because that it absolutely is not. He is one of those people that you can tell is genuinely kind. Yeah. He's a very thoughtful person. The way that he communicates, for example, when he would reach out to me, he'd be like, hey, is this a good time to talk? Or, hey, I have a couple of questions for you whenever it's convenient for you. Just very mindful of me and my needs and a respectful dynamic being created between us. And I was just very impressed by that. But the pictures he's sending me, holy balls, this guy is hot. I mean, very attractive body, gorgeous face, gorgeous eyes, the whole package. Well, and what I liked about him was when we finally met, and let me say this, we decided, of course, we we're going to meet for coffee, okay? And we were going to meet someplace close to where we were staying, this kind of large shopping area, and there's bars and restaurants and, you know, just all kinds of craziness. And we were going to meet in the afternoon. It was pretty quiet at this French bakery, I guess is what it was. So we get there first, you and I. And we sit down. Of course, we're waiting for him to get there. And we get there early, obviously. We always do that. And we were just kind of sitting, you and I talking and and having a cup of coffee. And you had a smoothie. He shows up. Did he? Because I didn't see his pictures. I didn't know what he looked like in the pictures. I I didn't even need to ask you 
if he looked the same in his pictures. I could just tell by the look on your face because you saw him coming before he actually came around the corner and you knew it was him. Because a lot of times that's not the case. It's not always easy to tell if it's the same person, right? You don't, right. You don't always know. I could tell instantly that you knew it was him and that this is the guy in the picture. Yeah. I could just tell by your energy. Instantly, your energy changed. Because I wanted him. He is so fucking hot. He is the type of guy that he walks by and people turn to look at him. I mean, yeah. he he garners attention because there are very few people, in my opinion, that are as overall attractive as he is. Well, and he carries himself really well. And I really appreciated his... I mean, his personality was great. He was re really very soft-spoken, but clearly very thoughtful and very measured in what he was saying. There was nothing crazy that he... he was Nothing crazy coming out of his mouth. He was not going to say anything crazy. And to your point, by how he kind of communicates, by virtue of what he does for a living, he's a communicator. So he has to be able to articulate himself and get his point across, you know, and instruct really well. And, and he did a really nice job of that. He he made it very clear what he was into, what he was not into, what he was okay with, and what he wasn't okay with. Some of the experiences that he had with couples in the past, I thought were fucking insane. And but I, I, I don't know why I'm ever surprised by that anymore. I know, you really shouldn't be. But I think that that was why he was, as I felt, it was a very cautious energy. Oh, he was very, yeah, he was very measured. Very much trying to understand us and get a feel for us and make sure that we weren't some of the couples that he's interacted with in the past and had these train wreck epic fail experiences within the past. We talked about one of them last week. Yes. This gentleman experienced what we talked about last week in the couple's tip of the week. Right. And, and that was not the only one that he divulged to us. He's had a lot of really bad luck with couples. And I think as a result of that, while he was very friendly, he was smiling, he was giving eye contact, it was also very clear that he was trying to read us on a very deep level. For sure. And that's why at one point... I excused myself a couple of times throughout the course of that conversation that we were having with him because as he was telling these stories, I, of course, can totally empathize because I've had some train wreck fucking experiences with couples as well as we've talked about. So I wanted to give him some time and give him space and let him understand that we are not that couple. Right. Right. I wanted to create some some distance. So at one point, I stepped out and returned a phone call. I had gotten a call while we were sitting there that I didn't answer. Obviously, I didn't want to be rude. So I excused myself. Got up, used the restroom, and then went out and made a phone call. Came back in maybe 10 or 15 minutes later. You guys were clearly engaged in conversation. I sat down briefly. I just wanted to get the temperature of where you guys were at. And then once again, excuse myself for the last time until I finally came back, of course. And we kind of decided that you guys were going to meet. And I left that to you. Well, we didn't really decide that we were going to meet. What happened was I couldn't totally read him. I knew right. that he was interested in me physically, but I wasn't sure based on what he was telling us. He told us there are a lot of couples that are interested in him, which is no fucking shock. But he is very careful about who he chooses to move forward with. So I didn't want to assume that right. he wanted to move forward with us. What I thought is, I'm going to leave this be. We're obviously not going to play today. I'm not going to ask him. I'm not going to make him feel pressured. I'm going to express my interest to him via a digital message. And that way it's easier for him to turn me down if that's what he wants to do. And if he wants to move forward, we can plan something for later on. And that's right. what we did. And I'm really glad that that's how we left it because I feel like it put us both in a very comfortable headspace to go forward. Yeah, well, I did not get the impression at all. And I think you and I had spoken about it briefly. Play was not necessarily even on the table at that point because that's not something he does either. Right. So I thought it was a really nice kind of fit because he doesn't play the minute he meets anybody and typically we don't either. Right. Not 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 at this point. We it just isn't something we're doing. So that seemed to work out really well. You of course were intimating that he wasn't interested and I told you the I minute I didn't say that he wasn't interested. I knew he was physically attracted to me. I just said I'm not sure if he thinks that this is a great fit for him because like I said multiple times he said that he's very yeah. choosy and he has to be careful with who he chooses to move forward with and I didn't want to assume that we were the right couple for him or well, that I was the right person for him. I certainly was trying to make it clear that we were not that train wreck couple. Right. You know, I was doing my best to do that, even in just our conversation that I, I was having with him directly. So, but I told you, I said, he, he he's going to reach out. I, I could tell he was interested. He was certainly attracted to you. I could tell by his body language and the conversation you guys were having. So I wasn't at all concerned about that. You always get worked up about it. And I thought we did a really nice job, at least I tried to, of not being 
one of those couples. I didn't want to come off as, you know, the person that he was talking about. Right. You know, and I, I really wanted to try to get that point across without being just in your face about it. Pushy, creepy, treating you like you're a fucking sex toy. Yeah, we're not those people ever. Well, and, and legitimately having a conversation with him, I was having a conversation with him because I find what he does interesting and how he spoke about what he does and what his long-term plans are uh, in terms of, you know, what he wants to do and where he wants to go. I found it interesting. So I wanted him to know that I was interested in him for who he was. Yeah, and we absolutely did that. So basically what happened is we left. I shot him a message and just said, hey, I want to let you know I'm interested. No pressure. If you're interested too, we should set something up. And he responded back almost immediately and was like, I'm very interested. I'm so glad we connected. I'm also so glad that we're going to have some time the next time we hang out to really start to develop a connection with each other. And I was like, fuck, I really like that. Yeah. And we planned it very quickly. Well, I see, that's the part that I did not see coming because the, the whole conversation that I, you and I had was how methodical this was. And, you know, there was a little bit of thought, you know, a lot of thought actually and time went into it. The next day when you said, hey, how do you feel about me maybe having a date today? I said, yeah, whatever. And you didn't know who it was with. Well, I really, no, I didn't ask. I honestly didn't ask you who it was with. I did not assume it was with Max because I didn't see it happening or un, you know unfolding that quickly yeah. based on how cautious he was and how uncertain you were about his interest level. I thought it was going to be, you know, probably Theo or something. And so I didn't even give it a thought. Well, once we both decided we were interested and the other person knew that, Shit ramped up very quickly. Sure. It went from very friendly conversations to like, oh my God, I love that ass. I loved wa watching you walk away with that big booty. I want to get my hands on it. I, I was say like, that all yes, the time. you should do that. I want you to spank me. Like all, it just started flowing like crazy. And it resulted in us very quickly deciding we needed to get our hands on each other. Yeah. So, and again, I had no idea. I just assumed foolishly, of course, that it was somebody other than him. Well, so it wasn't. So anyway, next day, I tell you I have a play date I don't tell you who it's with I think one of the things I'm trying to do is build up a little bit a little bit of anticipation for you and it gets me excited too because I feel like I am having this naughty little surprise for you to come back to yeah well you did spoiler alert you did so you leave Max comes over we sit and we talk in the living room area for, it was a good probably half hour or so. And it was a completely different energy than the first time. Because once again, we were both comfortable at this point. We both knew what we wanted. Right. And as a result of that, the conversations we were having were very flirtatious. While it was definitely us continuing to get to know each other, it was always peppered in with, you look so amazing. And me saying, like, I think you're so sexy. Me saying, oh, you have the best smile because he totally fucking does. Then he kind of started rubbing my leg a little bit. I was wearing my little pink dress that I love because it's super short and no panties underneath. And so he starts rubbing my leg and I had the balls to be like, if you rub up a little bit higher, you'll probably be able to tell that I'm not wearing any panties. That's very bold for you. And he's like, I was hoping you weren't. And I'm like, well, I'm not. So we're both in luck. <laughs> yeah, well, if he knew you any better, he'd know that you rarely have panties on. I also, I planned on having, going into the restroom and changing into a piece of lingerie. I had it set out and picked out. I even steamed it a little bit. Once again, I was fucking excited for this whole thing because he's so smoking hot and so cool. So I planned on that. But by the time we started touching each other, there was this magnet to each other. I honestly didn't want to break that to go change. So it was like, fuck it. We're just rolling with this. Sure. So, I mean, we're we start touching on each other. We start kissing on each other. He has the most amazing soft lips. They are just, you know, men's lips can range so, so drastically. Everything from weird chaps lips that you're not taking care of all the way to like sumptuous lips. And he had the most like sumptuous soft lips. And he was honestly probably one of the best kissers I've ever been with and we've talked about this multiple times I believe wholeheartedly that you can tell so much about someone just from a kiss well for sure you can absolutely because I've been with guys where the kiss is not good and I move forward with it anyway and especially the oral holy balls it's always bad if, it's, if a person is bad at kissing they are not going to lick my pussy well no kissing is absolutely related to how well someone kisses is absolutely related to how well they're going to be at 
bed oral. Yeah. Male, female, or otherwise. I think it's also an indication of how they're going to be in bed, period. Because if you're a good kisser, you're being mindful of the other person, of the motions, you're in touch with their motions, you're able to kind of go with the flow of things. And that's exactly what you need to do in bed in order for it to be awesome. Right. So, I mean, I knew when he kissed me, first of all, once again, that electricity going like crazy. I mean, I can already, even just from the kissing and him rubbing my leg, I'm getting wet. For, I have no doubt. Oh, my God. I wanted him so bad. So we make out for quite a while. And then finally, I'm like, I can't just continue to make out with you. And he's like, good. That's not why I'm here either. <laughs> yeah. not not uh, Wasn't here to waste the day kissing you. That's not what's happening. And I love that confidence about him, too. It was very sexy to me. So... At one point, I start rubbing my hands, like, down his arms. He has shorts on and, like, a t-shirt. So I'm able to rub his arms and his legs, but I'm not in on any of his erogenous zones, right? right? And finally, I'm like, I want to see you with your clothes off. And he's like, absolutely. So he peels his shirt off to reveal this fucking perfect body. And at this point, I can see he's getting hard. I can tell he's big and i'm like fuck yeah i want this bad <laughs> well the good news is he looks i'm guessing he looks just like his pictures exactly like yeah, his pictures exactly. yeah and sometimes guys will like flex for pictures and then when you see them in person it's clear that it doesn't look like the photo and once again i am not super shallow i could care less that you have a six-pack other than that it's nice to look at but i'm not going to choose to have sex with you based off of that so it doesn't make any sense no. to misrepresent yourself like that well no a picture listen pictures are very deceiving as you everybody knows you can do a lot of things with pictures and especially like when guys particularly take a picture of themselves like right after they've worked out your muscles are full of blood it looks very different from when you're completely relaxed yeah so people are like oh that's not the same guy yeah it is the same fucking guy it just isn't the same time you know exactly shit body doesn't work that way yeah so anyway he's getting hard i start to kind of rub on his cock i ask if he'll take his shorts off for me he says yes he reveals this beautiful cock and I just dropped down to my knees. I kind of almost like pushed him, not hard, but just kind of a little shove back onto the couch because I wanted to suck his cock right then and there. So I get- Didn't on even move to the bedroom. No, not yet. So I get on my knees and I decide that I'm going to just give him as much pleasure as humanly possible because I really, I'm worshiping him at this point. I'm just so attracted to him. I'm rubbing my hands all over his abs, on his pecs, down his legs. I kind of start nibbling on his thighs around his cock and he's already making noises and I'm so into it and then I very slowly start sucking on his cock and I told him beforehand too like as I'm getting ready to put my mouth on his cock I'm like tell me exactly what you want and this is a guy who's fairly quiet even yeah, yeah. even during the times when he and I are sitting here alone I'm kind of dominating conversation he's definitely more of a laid back energy and so I was not expecting him to just take charge and tell me exactly what he wanted but he absolutely did and it was such a turn on he is literally almost like commanding me how to suck his cock and he's doing it with this intense look on his face i can tell he's enjoying that level of power just as much as i am well you're enjoying receiving it obviously yes yeah so he's telling me like go deeper you know, use your hand. He's like, uh, get your, get it wet. And then I want you to stroke it while you're sucking the tip of it. Then I started swirling my tongue and he's like, yes, now do that while you're jerking me off. And it was so nice to have all of that instruction and to clearly see that it was working. This is a guy who knows what he wants. He knows how to verbalize it. And he was showing me appreciation. Like every time I was doing what he wanted me to do, it was all of these positive affirmations. Like, yes, that is perfect. That feels so good. You're so good at that. And of course, that just motivated me even more. I will honestly say this is probably one of the hardest working blowjobs I have given in a while. I was slow sloppy at times because he wanted me to be at one point because his cock is large i'm using both hands to stroke his cock and i am licking and sucking and trying to suction at the same time and i have so many different motions going i'm like sweating from giving a blowjob that's you're putting the work in and I was fucking loving every second of it. Well, listen, we everybody that knows you knows when you know when it's time you punch in, you go right to work. Well, also when I like someone and I appreciate their sexual presence, I will work hard for you. I will do whatever I can to give you that pleasure right. because I know I'm going to get it back. 
Oh, absolutely. It pays dividends. So, and I absolutely did because pretty quickly he was like, okay, my turn. And I'm like, okay, I know this is going to be good because the making out was so good, right? So I get on the bed at this point. I don't even take the dress off. I just hike it up, reveal my pussy. And he does the exact same thing to me that I did to him. And that really, I liked that too, because it was not this frenzied energy straight to my pussy. Right. He really wanted to show that he liked my body. He was rubbing my ass, rubbing my legs. He kept telling me how soft my skin was. He's like, I could just get lost in your skin. He said that multiple times. And I love that. I think that is such a sexy sentiment. Like, I just want to get lost in your soft skin. Yeah. How sensual and sexy is that? Well, it, it lets you know of course that the person is genuinely into you yeah you know it's obvious that this is about a sexual experience but there's just more going on than simply penetration well and he appreciates me he appreciates elements of me that a lot of people would overlook like soft skin okay great but what does your pussy look like you know what i mean so many guys just jump straight to that and he didn't and it was so sexy so he starts very gently licking my pussy and he also told me to tell him what i wanted so it was like role reversal i did exactly what he did although i am fairly confident based on how he licked my pussy there was zero need for that if i provided him with zero instruction he would have gotten me there very quickly all on his own because he is fucking phenomenal with his tongue. Well, it's just one of, again, it's one of those things where, you know, he understands body language, obviously. He can take the signals, but you telling him or him asking you, it just elevates the experience. Yes. That, that's really what it does. Yep, absolutely. So he's licking my pussy. I'm telling him where to go, where to lick, where to suck. And the entire time he's rubbing my ass and my thighs, like the outside of my thighs, my hips. And he's stopping every once in a while to once again, just like marvel at my body, which I fucking loved. I was, it made me feel so confident. And so that went on for quite a while. And then of course, you know me, I have to get fucked. Yes, you do. (laughs) So he goes and puts on a condom and I kind of, I kind of got him back going again. This is what I love. Okay. So many fucking guys tell you when you're getting ready to have sex or if you're talking ahead of time about sex, well, y'all use a condom, but it's not super hard for me or super easy for me to stay hard. Right. Or, you know, I don't usually come from using a condom or whatever. And he did tell me that as he's putting it on, but it was more so like, hey, just so you know, I might go soft really quick because I'm putting on the condom, but we're going to get there again. It was like a disclaimer so that neither of us were being weird about it. It was very different. I really appreciated it. Well, it's also obviously a sense of awareness. He's like, listen, this is going to happen. It's not a big deal, but I want you to know that it's going to happen. And we're going to push through it and it's going to be just fine. And I really, I appreciated that. So he put it on told me that, you know, it was gonna, it probably would go soft and it did. And so I just started stroking it, got a little bit of lube, was stroking his cock. And I decided I was going to take this opportunity to talk dirty to him. So I'm stroking it. And I was like, at some point, I want you to fuck me from behind and spank my ass. And I want you to touch all over my ass while you're banging me from the back as deep as you can go. And he's like, oh, yes, I'm going to do that for you. And it was not even probably 90 seconds. And he was rock hard again. Right. (laughs) Yeah, so so again, folks, it's not the condom. Exactly. So we started with he wanted me to ride him. So he lays down on the bed. I get on top of him. And this was so fucking hot because as I'm peering down at him, he's got these amazing eyes. And he is staring right at me as I push myself down all the way onto this amazing cock. I stretch myself onto his cock and we're staring at each other and I didn't even notice this, but he's like, do you have any idea how sexy your facial expression is as you're getting stretched by my cock? And I'm like, fuck. No, you wouldn't know. (laughs) No, I have no idea, but I'm really glad you think so because that's so smoking hot to me. So I start bouncing around all over on his cock. I did this. I did a circular motion with my hips, which I've done a few times recently and guys seem to love it. I'm not sure. Is there a different sensation for you when I do that? For sure. Yeah, absolutely there is. What is it? Yeah, it's well, it's difficult to describe, but I mean, you're moving in a different direction than you're normally. What it's kind of like going against the grain. 
So it's, is it covering more of your cock or something? I guess maybe... A little more sensitivity, probably. I would guess that because I'm all the way down on it, and then I'm not lifting myself off of right. it, but you're still getting some level of friction that it's like your whole cock is experiencing sensation at the same time. Yeah, again, it's like you're, you're going in a different direction. You're going against the grain. It makes all the difference. He fucking loved it. So I have my hands on his perfect chest, and I'm swirling my hips all over, and he's running his hands through my hair, and he's rubbing on my ass... I came at least three times, maybe four, actually, now that I'm thinking of it, during the time I was riding his cock. It was just this constant, like, wave of orgasm over and over again. And the whole time we're talking dirty to each other. And it was just a very, it was very sexy, but it was also connecting. It was, I would say, verging on intimate, despite us saying, like, these incredibly naughty things to each other. Well, there's intimacy to be to be gleaned from that. I mean, you're talking to somebody very, you're expressing yourself, obviously, and you're, you're opening yourself up as well. That's what it is. It's a vulnerability that you show someone, especially the first time you're having sex with them, to be able to express yourself verbally in that way is incredibly vulnerable. And yeah. when you're able to do that and open yourself up to the potential of being judged and to not feel judged, it's a really good fucking feeling. Yeah, because that could go south really quickly. Yeah, good. <laughs> but it didn't. So pretty quickly, I'm like, okay, I want you to fuck me from behind. And he's like, absolutely. So I get on all fours. He gets behind me. He enters me. At this point, I am so soaking wet that he actually slid right out of me twice. So I really had to kind of, we actually, I think we kind of paused for a second. He was kind of rubbing on my back a little bit and just giving me a second to kind of come down from the orgasms and not be so overworked. Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) But pretty quickly, he gets inside of me and he starts gripping onto my hips. And at first, it's pretty slow and nice. Still talking kind of dirty, but the energy is definitely kind of taking that lull that it needs to before it ramps back up to this crazy sex, which is exactly what happened because within probably two minutes, he starts picking up the pace. Then he grabs my hair, puts it in like a makeshift ponytail and starts pulling on it, which you know I fucking love. Yes. So then I start picking up my dirty talk. I'm like, yes, treat me like a slut and spank my ass. And he's like, absolutely. So he's spanking my ass and then he switches hands with the ponytail, smacks the other ass And then he's talking about this amazing glow, the red glow I have on my ass and how good it looks while he's just fucking the shit out of me. And it was aggressive, but it was also just... It was like sensual aggression. Well, controlled aggression. Exactly. That's what it was. It was not frenzied. It wasn't like crazy all over the place. He was still being measured in the way that he was interacting with me. Like the pulling on my hair, for example, he'll pull hard and then and then kind of release because if you pull hard for too long, my neck's going to fucking hurt. That right. type of thing. Right. He's being very mindful of how I'm going to feel through all of these different sensations he's creating, which was awesome and it showed an intense level of sexual iq well yeah and again he's reading all the signals he's reading your body language of course i'm sure you guys had some of these conversations leading up to you actually having sex like what it is that you like what he likes you know, what your boundaries are, all those things. And he paid attention. Yeah, but I think the best part was we're very kind of different in the communication we were we were having ahead of time about what we like. I was saying, I love to have my hair pulled and my ass smacked. And he was saying, I like to be verbal. I prefer a little bit more sensual play. And I feel like we melded those two worlds together. And that was a perfect example of that. Because for example, he smacks me multiple times on one side. He's talking about my ass glowing. And then he starts like very softly rubbing it. And once again, talking talking about my soft skin on my ass and how amazing it feels under his hand. So it was both worlds coming together without it feeling forced or weird. Yeah, it didn't feel like it was engineered. He did what he likes and enjoys, but also provided you with what you needed, and it just worked out. And, you know, the idea that obviously you guys are attracted to one another, it really makes the difference. I mean, you were totally into this guy. I knew that from the minute he walked in that bakery or that cafe, it was obvious that this was the guy you were communicating with. The pictures were legit. That's what he looks like. And you were totally into him. I could tell instantly. Yeah. So he's continuing to fuck me from behind. And then at one point he tells me, and once again, I've come multiple times from him fucking me like this. And he tells me that he's going to come. And I'm like, 
I want you to come with me. And I told him, I'm close, I'm close, I'm close, like, come with me. So I was kind of getting him to hold off because I clench, as we've talked about multiple times. Yeah. So if you can wait until the point that we're both both orgasming, I have been told many times that it's mind-blowing. Oh, it's crazy. And yeah. I kind of wanted to provide him with that experience. So I kept telling him, like, I'm so close, I'm so close, just a few more seconds. And then I was like, I'm getting ready to come. And he's like, me too. So we came at the same time and it was explosive. It was crazy. It was like we both were moaning so loud. I'm sure our neighbors heard. I'm For sure. sure of it because it was just so intense and it lasted for a long time, probably a good 60 seconds, if not longer, that we're both just coming and moaning. And afterwards, I collapsed onto the bed. And he kind of stayed inside of me for a second, moved with me as I collapsed onto the bed, and then very slowly backed himself out. And <laughs> we both just kind of stayed still for a couple of minutes. It was just kind of yeah, just coming, coming down coming down from all of the euphoria of all of it. And eventually I kind of cocked my head around to look back at him and he has this giant smile from ear to ear. And he's like, that was fucking mind blowing. <laughs> and I was like, yes, it was. And it was, it was just such this a connection that was, I don't want to say unexpected because I did expect it. I just didn't expect it on that level, especially right. the first time. Because also, as we've talked about multiple times, there are there are situations where the first time is okay. And then the second and third and fourth and fifth time, everything just gets better as you learn about each other, right. as you become more willing to be vulnerable, all of those different things. Right. This is the first time that I can think of in a very long time where the first session was so good that I wouldn't change a single thing. Well, and to this point, you were going to see him again this week, but you didn't get the opportunity. So you're going to see him again soon. So of course, my question is, is that this, now that we know this about the first experience, does it get better from here? I mean, I hope so. I don't know how exactly. I mean, I'm sure there's ways we can kick it up in new positions and things we can try. But I just think that it's unique and special when you find someone that you have that instant sexual chemistry with. Right. And like I said, nothing has to feel forced and you don't feel like you're, you know, doing things that you wouldn't normally do or any of those types of things. It was just so comfortable and so hot and with someone that I'm so attracted to. So it just checked all of the fucking boxes. Yeah, listen, you. when I got back, of course, I didn't, you know, I had no idea. I, once again, thought it was someone that you already been with. It was clear that you had been through the ringer. You, you had some seriously intense sex. Yeah. It was I, written all over you. What about energy-wise? Yeah, well, you were zapped, first of all. But you had this, it was kind of this, this unusual feeling I got from you where you were clearly your hair was all fucked up you were clearly disheveled trying to you know put yourself back together after this because I got back pretty quickly after he left so you didn't have a lot of time they had to smile on your face like you had just been up to something that you shouldn't have been you know or really kind of well really mischievous <laughs> kind of look you know and that's why I was like what happened? You know, it, it was like, what, what went on in here? You know? <laughs> so I told you that it was Max and you were surprised. Yeah. And, but I, I think if I, I don't want to speak for you, but I would assume that spoke to why I had this big giant smile on my face because it was someone that I was very excited to have sex with. Yeah. Not was, that I'm not excited to have sex with my other partners, but like I said, this was a lot of buildup with this guy. It was a yeah. lot of communication. And then when I met him and was so excited about him after having that sit down and then all this dirty talk, like by the time he got here to have sex with me, I was clamoring for it. Well, and we talk about that all the time. It's that buildup, right? It's that anticipation. And it, it just works so well for us. A lot of people don't want to wait. They don't, they're not interested in that piece of it. They just want to get down to it and i get that that's you know whatever you're into but for us it's absolutely that build up in, in terms of getting to know somebody whether it's really kind of on a friendly kind of basis and just getting to know what they're into and what they're what they like and what they don't like but then it's the flirtatious kind of play going on digitally or whatever it might be and then finally you get in front of somebody and all of those kind of emotions and feelings come together and it results in what happened you know and that that's what it's all about and chemistry which i talk about all the he could have been the most attractive guy in oh, the yeah. world but if he showed up here and we didn't have the chemistry there is no way that this would have unfolded the way that it did no it had to do with so many elements yes he's incredibly attractive but he's also so 
in alignment with my energy and willing to flow with me. And it was just kind of perfect as a result. So yeah, one of the most intense, awesome sessions I've had in a long time and with someone that I hope to play with a lot more in the future. Yeah, yeah, it was obvious that you had a great fucking time because when you and I reconnected, it was ridiculously hot and it's you've been talking about this to me we've been kind of reenacting this and talking about it for the since it happened and then you just told me the other day i was i don't even know where i was i went to the store i was working out whatever you masturbated thinking about fucking him again yes and that's been happening a lot times now yeah Yeah, it was that good, and he's that sexy. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, that is my Max story. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Well, I always say as much as I did, but that's not possible. I hope that this got 5% of it across, because if so, it probably came across as pretty fucking hot. Yeah, it was hot. (laughs) So more to come on all of that fun that I've been having with these wonderful gentlemen. If you are getting to the end of this episode and you're like, "Ah, I wish I had a few more details or could hear a little bit more about this interaction, our Patreon members are going to hear about it on our bonus episode this week, along with other behind the scenes info. So make sure you join us on Patreon. It's a huge help to us when you sponsor the show. And even if you only want to do it for a month or a couple of months, we would so appreciate it. And you're going to get a ton of exclusive content content as a thank you. We want to say a huge thank you to the newest members of our Patreon community who this week are Josh, Jeremy, Sean, and Alan. Thank you guys so much for jumping on board. And if you want to join us, you can find us at patreon.com slash front porch swingers or click the link in the show notes. Also on the OnlyFans front, if you guys didn't see OnlyFans reversed their decision about not allowing pornography on OnlyFans. So I'm still going to be putting it on up there. But I'm also branching out. I'm now on Fansly and I'll put that link in the show notes for you too. I'm going to be in a few different places and I think just in general you you and I are going to be doing a lot of really fun, unique stuff that we haven't done in the past and I don't know, we're just getting creative and, and letting the juices flow and I think the stuff that we've had kind of come out of it is going to be really, really fun. Yeah, it's going to be some sexy shit. I'm looking forward to kind of tra- changing it up and ramping it up a bit. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a fun ride. Absolutely. So, links in the show notes for you there. If you guys want to come to Pod Bash, you absolutely should. We are finalizing all of the activities for that week. In fact, we have a big prize pack that we're going to be giving away for the poker run with a bunch of proceeds going to Susan G. Komen Foundation for Breast Cancer because October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So throwing in a little bit of charity with some sexy, naughty time. And that's just one thing that we have going on for that weekend. It's going to be so fun. So make sure you find info on that at podbashevent.com. Of course, we would love for you to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers and Instagram at FPS Pod Media. Check out our YouTube channel called Front Porch Swingers. Anything else we have this week? Just stay up to date. Lots happening. Lots of sexiness. We have so many naughty stories still to be told, not to mention what we have coming up. It's going to be amazing. Really fun ride the next couple of months. It's going to be a lot of fun. Literally a fun ride. Fun ride. So <laughs> join us every Monday for said fun ride. And thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>